Cage Minds, Micah Frankel. Of course, he's sitting in a truck because we're joined by a 92 Chevy. Chevy Bridges, the wild man, the beard fits, and he's returning to the Duke City for Knuckle Mania 3. How you doing, buddy? Man, I'm doing great, man. Just living life and uh, getting ready to, to show out once again on another Knuckle Mania card. How cool is that in of itself? I believe of the three, this is your second time being on their biggest event of the year. How cool is that? Uh, man, it's great because I'm not a top five guy. I'm not a big, you know, known name. When, when you mentioned Bare Knuckle, I'm not one of the first names that come to mind for BKFC, and I'm not a champion, but I am the first male fighter to be featured on two Knuckle Manias at all or even back-to-back. So kind of history making in my in my looks that's also that's awesome you're making some history you're getting those books here on the ground level it's just the third show and did it pique your interest even more a return to new mexico this is your second home had that been something you wanted to do uh absolutely i was supposed to you know show up on the the uh the first albuquerque card they did there um unfortunately i was i had to uh not be able to commit to that fight um but i knew they were coming back because of how well it turned out and everything because i knew albuquerque would just love bkfc so i knew they were going to go back i did not know it was going to be knuckle mania three until you know maybe a couple weeks before they really announced it so when i found that out then i really wanted to be on it again you know so get knuckle mania redemption and go back to albuquerque I mean, I've got people out there. I've got people that I, I care about that I consider friends and family. So it's a it's a win-win for me. It's been a long year. You've been sidelines. There's been injuries. There's been setbacks. How can you kind of summarize what the timeline has been like since the last time you were able to fight? Um, Man, when I first came into BKFC – and I finally got my first fight. It kind of was a whirlwind of going to these events, meeting these people. For a small town guy, it was a lot of traveling. It was a lot to take in. This the injury kind of it, it forced me to sit back and absorb it all. Then getting healed and getting ready back to jump back in, there and then having those setbacks to people not going following through or not signing the contract and what have you. It kind of like I said, it, it forced me to sit back and kind of accept my position as a BKFC fighter now instead of just being a small town guy, being mind blown about everything. So, I mean, I think it kind of worked out for the better. I've had time to work on some stuff mentally, spiritually, physically, and it kind of just was like a blessing in disguise, so to speak. So it worked out. So what have those uh, personal growths been like over this last year? Um, man, they've, they've been something. They've been something I've, uh, I've definitely grown as a fighter. Um, I pay more attention to stuff. I feel like my IQ has went up now. I feel like I've matured more as a man. My body is finally setting in its ways and getting to be where it's going to be without me having to, I don't know, shape it a certain way, I guess. And, and morph it. it's kind of doing its own thing now and doing the things it's supposed to. Um, and just the way I think, man, raising my kid and, doing my fight career is all I'm worried about right now. And just focusing on that has kind of really helped out a lot and 
and help my growth and help me mature as a person and as a man and as a father to solely focus on just those things for that one person. And it's been great. I love it. And I'm sure many people are going to wonder, how do you improve your fighting for bare knuckle? Because a lot of people are still looking at this as a new sport, looking at it as just street fighting. But us that are in the know, we understand there's technique to this. So how do you improve your skills in this sport particular? Man, I mean, in a way, it's it's very similar to other, other martial arts and combat sports. It's the inch game, you know, uh, whether it be turning our punches a half an inch a certain angle other than you would with gloves so you don't do any damage and break, you know, uh, looking for head positions, picking your shots more wisely in those firefights instead of just blindly going in there. Conditioning is a lot harder. You have to, you have to condition harder. You can't, you can't, um, you can't bypass any short, you can't take any shortcuts or bypass any of that with bare knuckle because that will expose you once those bones connect. Um, and really, you just kind of have to learn to endure life on a different level and endure all the pains that come with it because that's a very that's a very big hurt business in that squared circle. And you got to be ready for anything that they're going to throw at you. So that's that's my philosophy is just learn how to accept the pain of everything else around you at all times. And you should be able to adapt. All right. Knuckle Mania 2, you go three rounds, but I heard you broke the hand in the first what is that like fighting going six minutes in with a broken hand? Um, it was a little weird at first. I mean, I, I felt it pop and I thought maybe it was just like a pop knuckle, nothing big deal. Didn't really feel anything. Second round kept fighting. I felt it pop again. I, you know, I thought maybe that might not be good, but it still wasn't hurting or anything like that. I wasn't feeling any damage. So I could, I kept throwing it, but in between the second and third round, I looked at my hand and there was blood shooting out of it. Uh, right above the knuckles. So at that point, I knew it was broke because the bone had had punctured through the flesh. So I was told not to throw it, but instinct kicked in, and it still didn't really feel broke. Like I could still move it and stuff. I guess my nerves and tendons were still working, and I kept fighting with it. But it wasn't uh, as you can see in my in the video of that last fight. I did try to block with that hand when I was hurt when up against the ropes, and he was able to hit it, and then I dropped it and took the other two shots. So instant subconsciously it probably hurt that he hit that hand being broke and it wasn't able to sustain as much damage absorption because it was damaged so itself so not as bad i always wondered what that would be like watching like uriah faber say that he broke both his hands in a fight i always wondered if i'd be one of those guys that broke their hand and either just kept it up high and protected it and used it only if needed or if i would be like uriah faber that said you know fuck it we're still fighting like i don't care if it's broke or not we're gonna fight so it was cool to find out that I was one of those guys that's, I'm still going to fight you. I don't care. Knuckle Mania 3 is your return to Albuquerque. We're excited to see you. We saw a lot of the guys out here for a press conference last week. I'm sure you were watching. Any surprise from you that Lorenzo Hunt and Mike Richmond broke down into a melee? No, I mean... I knew it was going to, it was going to turn into some kind of scuffle. It always is with Lorenzo, especially with the heat that these guys are bringing into each other. Um, I knew there was going to be something. I didn't know he was going to slap him and I didn't know it would turn into like BKFC's ver own version of John Jones and Cormier press conference going down, but entertaining. 
It's going to put asses in seats. It's going to bring people to the sport. And they're going to love it more because what's different with BKFC is these beefs are more real because the sport is still growing. We're not as big name people that have all this media on us trying to hype these fights. These, these beefs are more real hatred between them where these guys don't like each other. And the fights are always more entertaining when there's beef because they're the rawness of bare knuckle. It just, you can't hide that when it's time to fight with UFC. You know, you see guys beef real bad, like Jones and Cormier in the first fight. They, they kind of danced with each other for the most time and picked their shots and played the technical aspect because there's so many areas of MMA to lose that. But bare knuckle, it's just your fist. So you can let all that out and still compose yourself. So I love it. I love it. Your opponent, someone you know. I, I My eyes went like this when I saw the poster, the announcement, Kevin Kroom. And I, and I believe that I heard you called him out on instagram after the fight so you guys know each other and you called them out give us the background and give us how this fight came together um yeah we, we trained for a little bit at the same gym and in my little stint in albuquerque when he was there as well nothing like we were close training partners where we sparred and worked together all the time i think we might have done a couple rounds together but it was more of we've seen each other and like hey how are you what's going on kind of in passing in the gym kind of deal yeah, cordial. And, you know, when I called him out, it was it was nothing, nothing malicious, nothing hateful. I don't have no real beef with the guy. I just he's in my division. He came into my division on his pro debut and got co-main event won by TKO against a two and guy and said that this is his sport and that everybody else can get in line. Buddy, I've been here. I've been putting in the work. I've personally hurt myself for this and broken myself for this company. You're not just going to push everybody at the side like that. So I called him out. I mean, he's in my weight class. Why not? He's got some steam behind him. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm one and zero at that at that weight division. So is he? Why not? Why not? I mean, he's 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 got the same similar style that I do, of where we know how to fight, we know how to be technical, we know how to make it look cool and look professional, but at the same time, we're not afraid to bite that mouthpiece and get down with it. So perfect. Did you see the social media post that Kevin made? Oh, about the eyes? Yes. Do, do you yes. think there's something to that? Either his eyes are too close or your eyes are too far. Um, I think he's just trying to get people's attention, be funny, keep up that little that little quick-witted attitude he had when he was walking out with his T-shirt and had his little um, drop bombs and bang moms, blah, blah, blah. Keep up that same persona, which is great. I know he's a goofball. I know that's his, kind of his personality. He's funny. Go for it. Go for it. But just so you know, I hope you watch this, Kevin. But when I got my eye exam, they were measured. And they're perfectly placed. So that means yours have to be too close together. Looking all cross-eyed and shit. Oh, so you went the medical term. You you went all the way to the doctor and found this out. Yep. All the way to fight. Well, I mean, we had to do, you know, we had to do our medicals for our fights. So while we were there, I just went and said, hey. What's the measurements on my eyes? Are they too far apart? Are they perfect? What's the deal? Perfect. So it ain't me, buddy. What, what do you think about fighting Kevin? What do you think about this matchup in of itself from what you saw out of his debut? Um, I definitely still see some holes there, which I'm sure he sees some of mine as well. We're both coming from MMA. This is my third fight with them, so – 
I expect my subconscious to have a little more experience in the bare knuckle of not making the same MMA striking mistakes than he does. I could be wrong. That's just what I'm going for. I do see holes in his first fight where I could tell he was still fighting MMA style, which it, it does work, obviously, but it doesn't always work. And there are holes in that when you start learning the techniques and the aspects of bare knuckle being differently and you accept that. So I'm looking to expose some of that. And if I'm wrong, if I if I'm judging all that wrong, then I'm looking for a, just a, a good fight at the end of the day. So I know uh, we're both tough and it's. It's not going to take us long for us to figure out if we're going to have the edge on one or the other or if we're just going to fight. So, Each camp's a little bit different. Uh, what do you feel like has been the theme of this camp? Um, just being the best shape and the best version that I can be. It's uh, making sure that I can push not necessarily a pace that I know he does, but a pace that I want, a pace that I'm comfortable with keeping, dictating the momentum and just being true to myself and having the best time that I can in there. I'm not worried about no specific things, so I don't stress too hard. And if it doesn't go to my plan, then I get, you know, doubted in the in the moment. I'm just working on me and being the best that I can be to give the world the best that I can. So I'm training harder. I'm training more. I'm going uh, I'm going to leave here soon and finish my camp out there. So there's, I get more, more different looks on uh, sparring partners, different coaching aspects. And of course, different conditioning with the elevation, get that back. So I'm trying different things. I'm trying new things. I'm trying these things that all these other full-time fighters do to succeed at those levels and to be at that level that he has been on with UFC. And I'm doing that now and I'm throwing caution to the wind and I'm taking that jump to, to see if this is really where I'm meant to be in life. And if I'm, if I do everything that they do, I should be right there with them, if not above them. So. Not knocking the previous camps. I'm kind of hearing that you almost feel like this was your most, I guess, most professional camp so far. Um, yeah. No, I mean, I've, I've had great camps before, but we are, we're taking more risk with this one and we are my coach included, even though I'm coming out there earlier, my coach is still involved. Um, we are making more sacrifices in our personal life for this camp for me to make that step above because on a professional level, it, it'd be dumb to think that Kevin is not on that next tier up. He's been to the UFC. He's built a name for himself. I mean, I'm not going to disregard what he's done for the sport. He's had a ton of fights. I can't, I can't take this like a local circuit fight of a guy who's had seven fights. And now he's coming into bare knuckle for a second fight. He is a, he is a top notch fighter. And I believe that I am too. And I need to prove the world to that. I've shown them that I can be in there with some of the best top guys. I haven't had an easy fight yet in BKFC and I've done fairly well, even with my loss with only training in my small town and doing with what the resources I have given to me naturally. So now we are, we are getting more that are handed out and presented to us, and we are capitalizing on those to take it to that next level. This is your third bare-knuckle fight, second with the company, small avenge because it's going to be Kevin's second with the company, but he has 40 professional fights, I believe, and I may even be wrong between MMA, kickboxing, and boxing. How do you curve just all that fight experience that Kevin has been hurt 
He's been in long rounds. He's been in bad positions. I mean, that's that's all fine. I, you know, every fight's different. That experience is going to come to part and play in his mentality of him knowing what he can and can't do. But bare knuckle is different. I mean, you can have all the experience in the world, but if I hit you just right, it's going to be hard to recover regardless if you've done it before or not. You're older. You've taken more damage since then. That stuff adds up. Um, I mean, it's just a, it's just a different ball game altogether. And you know that experience is great, but it also could work in my favor. Um, he could be more comfortable. He could be more more relaxed and not on on his toes a little bit, more laid back, and that could cause him to slip up. So, who knows? Who knows how it's going to go? Regardless, the record is just a number. At the end of the day, like Elvin Brito said, BKFC is different. Bare knuckle is different. It doesn't matter what kind of boxer or fighter or MMA fighter you were beforehand. It's all going to determine, and it's all going to matter on who is the better fighter that night because it's a bare knuckle fist fight. Anything can happen. Elevation, you lived here for a while. You saw guys from out of town come here. You saw them suck and win. So was that a conscious thought in your mind? I, I haven't fought in this elevation since I left Albuquerque. So was that a conscious thought to adjust the camp to include getting those lungs back to the oh, standard absolutely. of fighting in this elevation? Absolutely. I've stepped my cardio up here as well just to be prepared for that because I know it's still not going to be fun at the very, you know, Probably the first week that I'm there, it's gonna it's gonna be a little rough. So, and that's why I'm planning on going a little earlier, get acclimated to that, so I don't have to worry about that and make that excuse because I don't I don't want no excuses. I don't want no nothing. I want I want this to be a 100% awesome, violent, chaotic, fair fight between the both of us. So, I'm not, I'm gonna make sure I have no excuses on my end. What he does for his end, I can't speak on. But like I said, I'm bringing the best version of me that I can and. That's what I have to do to make sure that doesn't happen. I'm not going to be winded like everybody else. I'm going to come out there and be ready for it. Tingley Coliseum is going to be the host venue. I, I know you did a lot of security work in your time here in Albuquerque. Did you ever work at that venue? Um, not at Tingley, no, but I did uh, go to the UFC when they were there, when they had uh, Diego Sanchez fight Ross Pearson for the UFC fight night at Tingley. So I've been to the venue once. I've seen it. I don't really remember it too well. But I remember it's it's pretty big. It's gonna be it's gonna be nice. I think it's like nine thousand people is what it sits. About nine thousand, ten thousand people. I was gonna ask you if you remember being in there and thinking about to yourself making the walk in there and how that's gonna feel on fight night, returning here and duking it it's out big. on such a big stage. It's definitely really big. I mean, it's gonna be. Uh, if I remember correctly, the UFC cage was right in the middle on the floor, and there was still a mass crowd on the floor, and the stands were full. So, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be loud, electric. What's the last note to leave us on for the fans? Um, don't be a fool. Go to BDK. TV or bareknuckle.tv or the BKTV app or better yet go to my Facebook, click on my link, subscribe, $4.99 a month you get the second month free or $49.99 all year and you can watch all of this violence don't be dumb, don't waste any more of your time just do it shout out to OnlyFans um, I've got a sponsor in Albuquerque uh, I think it's a Black Eagle Security they uh, just came through with that, and I've got some uh, a few other sponsors, and I wanted to thank everybody for us uh, the support for this camp. So, 
It's Knucklemania 3. It's Friday, February 17th. Tingley Coliseum. Chevy already told you you can watch it on the app. Okay, and you mentioned OnlyFans. I, I got to ask you. You're bringing me down this road that I don't really want to go. But what kind of premium content are, are you offering? Is this like how you groom the beard? Is this the wild man lifestyle, almost like the liver king? Like, like what kind of back content are we getting from Chevy? Oh, man, it's it's just training footage. Um, I, I'll give out, you know, if people want, I'll give out fitness tips, you know, boxing lessons, um, help them do with a diet plan or a workout regimen, motivational stuff. And just behind the scenes of me cutting weight, me training, what I do leading up to a fight, um, I have had some bold requests on there. But, uh, you know. Yeah, we'll no. Well, like, <laughs> <laughs> what is that? How has that changed the game, being able to interact with fans on such a one-on-one -on -one level? I mean, I think it's cool. It's really getting out there. Um, every day I have multiple people as new fans. I have a, a, a female UFC fighter, uh, Priscilla Cochera or something like that. However you say her name, I don't want to pronounce it wrong. But she's, she's one of my followers on OnlyFans. So that's, I mean, it's it's really cool. I mean, it's it's a big world out there, and I'm excited to see who it connects with and what type of athletes and people I can meet. So. Knuckle Mania 3. Happy to see you coming back here for a scrap, sir. Yes, sir.